So welcome to the show, Lee. Thank you very much for joining us today. Sally, thank you so much for taking the time to, to have me. Great. And so we've been talking a little bit, but can you just give a little bit of background uh, to our listeners about what you do and, and where you're from and kind of what's going on with your, your life and your business right now? So um, I'm from the UK. I'm uh, originally from Birmingham, but now living in a small town in Whitchurch called Shrop in Shropshire called Whitchurch. Uh, see, always get my get muddled up. So um, I've got a number of businesses, um, um, and because I, I believe that multiple incomes are the way ahead and, and should be have the business that I'm going to be talking about is um, uh, life and business growth coaching, which what I do is one of my businesses. Um, as I said, I'm, I'm based in the UK, though I do have clients globally. Okay, great. And and with your businesses, as you've said, you, you you have a few. Are they all incorporated in the UK, or how do you have things set up? So they are all incorporated in the UK at the moment. Um, one of the reasons that it's not just because I live here; uh, it's also because um, the contract law in England and Wales is very beneficial because the judiciary cannot really interfere with it because of the way it's set up, um, which means contracts. It's very rare that a contract is overturned. Okay. And that's that's important because once somebody signs on the dotted line, the, an agreement has been made. Yeah, and, it, and it's interesting. A contract, whether it's verbal or um, written, Mm -hmm. both hold the same because you hear that oh it's a, it's a verbal contract it doesn't count for me well in, in fact in law they're just as strong as each other the problem comes when it's a verbal contract it's harder to um discern what's being said because it's verbal mm -hmm. whereas when it's a written contract you've got all the terms the conditions and, and the headings so it's easier to um to understand Right, right, definitely. And um, so as you said, you, you have a few. So um, it's always good for, for our listeners too to have multiple streams of income, a big uh, advocate for that as well. So how do you how do you balance your time between all of them? So for me, time is the most important commodity. Um, mm -hmm. I used to chase money. And I, it's not something I'm proud to say, but I, I don't know anyone who when they're younger don't. Um, and then I realised that time was the most valuable commodity in the world. We, we don't have enough of it. Right. Though we all have the same. We all have the same 24 hours a day and it's how we use it. Um, for me, balancing between the different businesses is I, I plan what's happening in my day. So I know on. So today I've got some writing to do this morning. I've got um, a call with a client. I've got this podcast. This day has been set out to my coaching business. Tomorrow is to the photography business. Okay. And it's moving bits and pieces around. So it's, for me, it's, it's setting the time and having a plan. So I know that if I'm going to do something, it's planned out. And it's, it's mm. not you. I'm no good at multitasking. In fact, multitasking is not real. Um, though my wife does disagree with me there she says she <laughs> but, but we'll leave that on out so we can try and do two things at once but what we find is our minds constantly going from one to one to one one though we don't mm. realize um and it's it's been proven scientifically that if we try and do two things together 
it takes up to 40% longer. So for me, it's about tackling one problem or one thing at a time in one business. So I do the same with my business. I, mm -hmm. My business is, I will set one day or a, a section of a day for this business, a section of a day for this business. If a meeting comes in, say, for the management consultancy, and I have to speak to a client on that, I know when it is, I will either pigeonhole the whole day to that company, mm -hmm. or I will have a set number of hours that is to that company, nothing else. Because as I said, if you try start to try starting to move things around, one, you get overwhelmed, things come crashing down and panic sets in. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what I've been trying to uh, work on a little bit recently, because I have a few um, different businesses going and and I, I find that that's kind of set it either by day or or with one like morning time. I work on this afternoon time. I'm on this one. And to break it up and, and really to, even though I hate the word, a list or a schedule, I don't know why I don't like those words, but they really are beneficial. I've hated them since I was little. For I don't even know why. There's some reason from when I was little. But I do realize that when I have things, then I don't think be like, oh, okay, what am I going to work on today? What do I have to do for that? What do I have to? And then it's just a lot of time that's being basically wasted where if I know this day is this or this morning I work on this and these are the things that I need to do and just get done what I can in, in that time, uh, it it does make that time more efficient. Very much so. And the, it's interesting because you said, oh, from when I was young, I, hate, I didn't like lists and check. Oh, limiting beliefs. We all have them. They're alert behaviours. Um, mm -hmm. But if you think about it, and this is why for me, to-do lists, checklists are hugely important and they go alongside planning perfectly. You have a, if you think about a pilot and mm -hmm. he's flown that plane thousands and thousands of hours. Before he starts, they have a checklist to go through because it's safety. Right. And now he knows this off by heart, but him and the co-pilot, the first, first officer, will still literally go through and say, right, Check our seatbelts are on. Check. Check that the engines are ready to go or everything. Check, mm -hmm. check your, your electronics are working. They go through it systematically. Now, I know also in surgery, um, it's the same sort of thing. They have a call, they should have a culture where things are checked. First one, is this the right patient? Right. And it sounds really basic. But is mm -hmm. this the right patient? Yes. Check. Is everybody here who's supposed to be the anaesthetist? Check. Have you, and certainly around surgery that people can actually, anyone in that team can actually call out and say, we think you've missed this because they've all got the same checklist. Right. So even though it's going to, so for me, checklists are a huge thing and they go hand in hand with planning perfectly because you can say, right, I'm going to send, like you said, mornings afternoons split your days up mm -hmm. my, my day split into slightly different or bigger mm -hmm. i have before the day so from five o'clock till nine o'clock nine till two two till five or six and then six till ten okay i plan things but I, when i plan things it's plan i plan things with my wife family time mm -hmm. um 
going for a walk. People go, why do you plan going for a walk? Because if I don't plan it, I don't you do don't it. You don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I, oh, I I know that too. I was, oh, I think I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to do this first. Oh, I'm just going to do, I'm just going to, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's kind of late now, tomorrow. And, and I, lo- I like the early one before pe- other people start working mm-hmm. because you can, one, you're fresh, you're just awake and get so much more done, you feel. So when people, when you, you're talking to people, they, so for me, I'll say I'm speaking to a business owner and he says, yeah, it's, it's 10 o'clock and I've done an hour of this. And I'm thinking, I've, I've finished most of my day's work by the time that you've even come on board. So planning and to do task lists, I find hugely beneficial to run in the business because also the task lists will be different. Mm-hmm. The time module that you're using, say, like I say, as you said, mornings and afternoons, perfect to split down. And if something, the thing is, people say, oh, well, what happens if something comes up? That's simple. You get to a point where you stop. That's a good, convenient place to stop with what you're doing. Say photography. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I can finish the session. I don't download or do the, any of the post editing. I then stop. I then pick up, assess, do my checklist for the coaching because a client. I've had a client come in saying, oh, "I've got a problem. I need this. There's something's happening in the business. I can help them then." Right. And then so if that happens in an afternoon and I'm getting a call at three, I can stop what I'm doing, reassess, checklist, make sure, put my put my coaching head in Mm -hmm. and then move on with that. Does that make sense? That makes absolute um, sense. And it, and it sounds great because yes, of course, you know, things come up. That's, that's life. We, we always have some unexpected things, but but knowing that we can still work within our schedule with, with those things. And honestly, there, there's not a lot of things that are really, I need this right now, or has to be today. Like most things, even though we feel like it's the worst and we have to deal with it right now. And there, there are really few things that, you know, they can even wait one day. And, and to, to deal with it. Although I know lots of people, you know, if, if they're a client or something, they're not going to want to hear that, but, but that is reality. And I, I know even with me, my own stuff that I'm doing is super important. And if something goes wrong, oh my gosh, I need somebody to help me fix it right now. But the reality is it's not going to crash everything for, you know, if I have to wait 24 hours to get it fixed and done. No, I think, I think the fact of that the, the culture we're living in now with everything being instant mm-hmm. you can have instant coffee you can have instant tea <laughs> not very nice <laughs> but everything everything now expected yeah. the fact that uh, now facebook messenger used to be called instant messenger mm-hmm. messenger people expect a response oh they message you and then they come back well you've not responded well mm-hmm. i'm doing something Unless it's the wife or the kids or something that's life-threatening. Of course. But those, as I said, those are like those very small, rare things that truly happen. And and as I said, it's the fact that people expect instantaneous responses because Mm -hmm. we've got a phone. We've got our Facebook. We've got our WhatsApp. We've got our normal messages. We've got everything on there to communicate with. Mm -hmm. Um, What I actually do and I turn to people is I say, my phone 
and my computer is for my convenience. That's exactly what I say. Not yours. <laughs> if, I, if I don't answer a call, mm-hmm. I have a voicemail. It's an amazing thing. They can record their voice and tell me what they want. And if when I get to it, it's important. And, and if it is important, you normally find that they'll ring once, twice, three times. So you think, mm-hmm. okay, there's something something happening here. Mm-hmm. We need instant, instant response to that. But as you said, most businesses, and even in business um, scenarios, what is perceived, what they perceive as a, a catastrophe, and I'll use the word catastrophe, oh no, the machine's broken. Okay, that, that's fine. What am I going to do? Well, actually, you need to get it fixed. So right. go and find out how to get, and what's the quickest, how much are you going to lose with it being out of action? What plans do you have to get it fixed? Mm-hmm. Can you get a replacement? What's and it's expediting what? But as I said, so I've had clients phone up. Oh no, the business is going to go down. I'm going to say, no, it's not. No. It's, an, it's it's an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, it's it's really, but yeah, hopefully that's yeah. Like I said, it, it's funny. I, I'm not the only one who who my phone and laptop is for me, and it's, I'm not an instantaneous responder. Me neither. And I, I, one time somebody, I think I might, I was at a seminar or something. It was a long time ago. It's just, you know, one, sometimes you get those little nuggets that stick with you forever. And, and the one was you have to train people how to, um, how to re- in, interact with you, how to respond to you. And so, and I say that lots of times too. It's like, if you leave me a message, I will get back to you. I'm not going to ignore you. I will get back. But if I'm, busy writing something or if I'm doing something like my phone the power is on but every single notification is turned off because I'm concentrating so this beat buzz ding what none of it I literally have to go to my phone and be oh it's first thing in the morning I check it kind of midday around noon I'll check it in the evening I'll check it so I will get back to somebody um but it's it's as you said it's for my convenience not for everybody else to get a hold of me whenever it's convenient for them, or I would literally get nothing done. And, and that's, that's really interesting, as you said. It's about setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. So it's a, something that many, I know many coaches don't do, but many business owners don't. Oh, funnily enough, at the weekend, I'll speak to him. Um, he's not a client, but he's someone I've known and or, or I've sort of mentored. Okay. Um, so and he's going. He says, "Oh, I'm, 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 I'm fed up with." So he does. Build, he's a builder. So okay. Fed up with mm-hmm. getting called at nine, ten o'clock at night, asking me about this, that, and the other. And I'm saying, "Okay." He says, "Why don't you actually have a two phones? Have a business phone and a, a personal phone, mm-hmm. or you can set your phones up so that." So for me, I, I have a, a do not disturb on my on my phone. From ten mm-hmm. o'clock through till seven, unless okay. It's, unless it's someone who's in the list that can phone me, mm-hmm. that means I get a good night's sleep because before that things are ding up, ding up. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's about setting the boundaries, and not only for your clients, but for yourself as well. There are many different ways of doing it. Sometimes a conversation, but like I said, have two phones. If you mm-hmm. if you're getting fed up, one that you can turn off, but you know friends and family can contact you on mm-hmm. um and it's it's the little things like that and as i said so i know many coaches who 
don't set boundaries at, at first. They'll only do it a few with a few clients because when you get in phone calls at 10 o'clock at night saying, oh, I'm, I'm really struggling with this or, oh, there's a problem with the business, you're going, you do realise it's 10 o'clock at night and right. I need my beauty sleep. And, and if I'm being up all night too from phone calls and people calling, how am I, I'm not going to be thoughtful and thinking, okay, let's go through this process. Let's see what needs to be done. It's more, oh, I'm tired. I didn't get any sleep. I've got this going on that. And it's, we can't be good for, for our, our clients or our customers or, or anybody else at the same time. That, right. It, it affects our productivity. Mm-hmm. I, I speak to, to some people and they say, oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Oh, I can't speak to you because I'm busy. That's fine. I, I can understand that. I've not got, I can't take the time to do this because I'm too busy. Well, fools are busy. What you need to do is productive, be productive. Just what I was going to say. There's a big difference between being busy and productive because all of us can be busy. We can have a ton of things that we need to get done or we're sort of working on or we're kind of playing around with. But are we being productive? And that's when that 80-20 rule, or maybe it has changed by now that, you know, 20% of what we do brings in 80% of our income because that's productive. The 80% of what we do is lots of times not so productive. And I'm, I'm kind of guilty of it too. I have a little bit of shiny, shiny object syndrome where I see something new or something that's going on. I'm like, oh, what's that? Let me check it out. Let me see. And, and sometimes it's good because we can incorporate some new things in, into our business, which is good. But there's, uh, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of times where I'm checking out new stuff and I'm just like, oh, this is, you know, I've wasted a few hours and it's just no good. And now I have to get back to really doing something that's productive. Totally agree. Um, shiny object syndrome, people think it's a bad thing. It can be if you let mm-hmm. it en- engulf you. Mm-hmm. But what you said, losing, say, a couple of hours, finding something and researching something that could possibly save you an hour a day mm-hmm. is different to, and I'll say, watching YouTube videos for three hours. And uh, I always say about you need to be a, a creator not a consumer right we're, we're in a consumer lifestyle whether it's cars clothes entertainment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. again the other words i say on that is is something educational or is it entertaining there's videos mm-hmm. out there that are very educational and entertaining and then there's the cat videos which are just funny right and we should not be spending three hours on cat videos <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It depends what else you've got to do. Oh, uh, fair, fair enough. But if you have a, a number of things to do and not every day, maybe if it's a Saturday morning and it's a rainy day outside and you just want to watch some cat videos, go right ahead. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's but, you know, watching every single day, probably not the best um, because it's not productivity for your business unless you are into cat some videos. cat business and you're in yeah. the pet industry, then perhaps then it is so. We have to consider those things. And I think it's also, it's, it's, it's our perceptive, perceptive of perception. Perception, yeah. Perceptive we are about the, the different things because you can quite easily lose a couple of hours on social media. Mm-hmm. But if that's part of your marketing strategy. Then it's not really wasting time because you it's part of what you need to do. Exactly, exactly. 
exactly. So it's um it is it's it's about that that balance and and knowing what really what are we doing that for ourselves and for our business is productive and what is wasting time. And sometimes wasting time is good. If we're stressed, we've got a lot going on. Sometimes we have to not think about what we're working on to have that bit of creativity come come back. And and so sometimes we have to we have to do that. So it's it really is finding that balance for ourselves personally and what what works. Like you you're up early in the morning. I have some friends that are more creative at nighttime. And so they want to be up at night when everybody's, you know, not working, sleeping and and do some things then. And I say, well, that's great. I mean, if that's if you're more of that nighttime worker and you do well and then you sleep a little bit more that it's fine if that works for you. And because, you know, there's no one size fits all. There's not one thing that works for everybody because everybody's different. I'm a morning person. I like to be up in the morning. I, 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 it's interesting because it's sometimes you, you, you struggle to get up, but you make yourself get up. Sometimes you end up doing a late night. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I'm, there's no right or wrong. Uh, last week I was working on something and I had two nights of going to bed at two o'clock. But again, it was, it, it wasn't actually as planned as I'd hoped, but I was working on it and it was like, well, okay, if, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Get to that point. Oh, right, if I just do this little extra bit, it's going to save me <laughs> a few hours tomorrow. <laughs> Because you're you're in it, you're already yes. in it and doing yes. it instead of Very closing everything so. down and, and then go back. Okay, where was I? What was I doing? Yeah, I I understand that. Yeah, that, that. yeah, and 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 as you said, that you have people who are good in the morning, you have people who are good at night. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can do morning or night. However, I can't do both. I can't burn the candle at both ends. I've done that, and I've I've hit the ground like a, a sack. Mm-hmm. We can only do it for so long yes. and then, and then it's just going to come back to haunt us. Yeah. So it's, it's not, um, I I've done it before too. I I've done it before. And, 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 you know, as sometimes things come up and we have things, like you said, you know, you're up till two in the morning and, and for phases or for short term and stuff like that, the body can handle it and do it, but it's just not something that we should think, Oh, I'm going to sleep for three to four hours a day for the next 10 years because it's not going to work very well. No, not even with shed loads of coffee. No, yeah, it's it's not. And so for you, you've got a few different businesses in, in different areas. Do you have, um, like, where do you find are kind of your, your highest expenses for you? Expense like, in financial? Or? Yeah, like, is it, is, do you spend like the most like on, on marketing, retaining, getting um, customers? um staff where where do you think for for yourself is is where your your kind of highest expense is with your businesses it's probably with marketing okay um um, and the reason i say that is when you're looking for new clients you're spending it's not just money it's it's time Mm -hmm. finances um emotions whilst you're looking for new clients Keeping clients, it's always easier to retain clients. If you give them mm-hmm. a good service, they will come back. Um, mm-hmm. Even if you've got new products, that they'll come back. Uh, and it depends on what business as well. Of course. So the management consulting, um, I've got a couple of staff there. However, <laughs> they bring in more money than they cost. 
Okay. Which is, is, is great. That's good. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Having him, <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an advocate of, ta- of, of helping people go, go from employee to um, entrepreneur or business owner. So that's mm-hmm. one of the things I coach and also do business growth. Now, mm-hmm. customer marketing or finding new customers is a lot more expensive, mm-hmm. as we said, than, than retaining existing customers. And if you do a good service, you'll keep customers. But you've also got to think about keeping your staff happy as well. Right. Because if you've not got no staff, you've got no one to look after your customers, which mm-hmm. means it's down to me. And right. sometimes I'm not available. Or um, The photography equipment was the, the, the was and, and rent of the studio is mm-hmm. the big cost there. Mm-hmm. Again, the marketing. Because you could all, I always say is my first question when I'm speaking to someone in business or how much do you want to make and how many people can, do you, can you, could you want to serve? Good question. Products are one they go, oh, I want to make this and I want to serve that. Okay, what capacity do you have? So if you want 100 people a week and each of those people take an hour of your time, what capacity can you actually hold? Not not a good one there, because that's a hundred hours. Just that's and I, because that's just with them. That's not even trying to get them and the everything else that needs no. to be done. So. No. So and and as I said, it's it's not just about expense in finance. Um, mm-hmm. I, I talk about three tiers of time, money, and freedom. Now, mm-hmm. Time is the most valuable valuable commodity we have. Absolutely. I can't buy it back. Uh, no. Once it's spent, it's gone. Um, but when we we don't we don't relish it as much as we should do. I agree. Hence, I'm, I've got my own business because I'm in control. Businesses, should I say? Because I'm in control. <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't want to work, I don't have to work. But you have people in place, though. They, so you have to have those people so your clients don't miss out. Yes, it, and, but the, the other thing is, and that's also the reason I'm, a, I'm an advocate of multiple forms of income. So mm-hmm. if, one, mm-hmm. if one slows down, um, I also say that we have a choice. We can either cut our expenses or mm-hmm. we can earn more money. That's true. And b- believe it or not, it's easier to earn more money than it is cut your expenses because you're downgrading mm-hmm. your life. Um mm-hmm. And then the other one I say, so I've, I've said that is having a passive income. Mm-hmm. And people say, oh, you can't have a passive income. Well, yeah, you can. You can. Because it brings money in whilst you're not working in it. So the mm-hmm. consulting business is mainly a passive income. Mm-hmm. I go and do a couple of hours a week in it, just working with the staff that are there. They're happy. They get paid well. Um, and they service the clients. Right. Now the clients bring in more money or, or the money to cover them and a little bit for me or mm-hmm. a little bit for the business. So all these things come, come about, whether it's um, property. So I've got a property company mm-hmm. um, or a property portfolio. I used to manage my own business uh, properties. I've now got a management team or consultancy in to look after those properties. Right. So that I don't have to. So it's still bringing money. Mm-hmm. All these things. And when I, I talk about businesses, I'm, so the, my coaching business, um, 
is when I talk to it's about having a, a spaceless and timeless business. Right. Spaceless means you can do it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Timeless means you don't have to be in the business. So the management consultancy, to a degree, is spaceless and timeless because right. I'm not actually working in it. I'm working on it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing the strategies of looking at different clients or new clients or, or where we can find them and where we can go on. But the coaching is, again, I can do that anywhere in the world. In fact, I'll, I'll go across to, to Spain and I'll go across to France. I'll work from there. Um, I'll go around the country. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where I am. As long as I've got my laptop and my brain. Sometimes the brain isn't always the best one. But, <laughs> it, it but laptop and internet for sure. <laughs> and, um, oh, and, and internet, yeah. So Friday I um, I had bad internet. Um <clears throat> Everything was taking three times longer, so I ended mm-hmm. up writing a book instead of uh, doing any online stuff. And, but, and we have to be flexible with that sometimes, especially yeah, if we're traveling. Yes. Mm-hmm. I got to the point where I tried for about three or four hours trying to, to do stuff uh, that I needed on connectivity. Well, it was that slow, and I was just like, I'll tell you what, I'm not getting anywhere. I've got another project I can pick in. Let, mm-hmm. let, let's, let's write this. So, yeah, it's, all, it's been very interesting. Excellent. Great. Well, so I guess um, it's always hard to pick one. So I always say what's what's one or two um, tips or, or words of advice that you can give somebody who's maybe kind of maybe on the fence of, of starting their own company or becoming self-employed or they're just kind of starting out and they're thinking like, I'm not sure if this is going to work for me. I'm not, you know, they're, they're you know, it's because we don't know what we don't know until we do it. Very much so. So that there's so many things. So, so f- I'll explain it this way. Okay. We are standing on a mountain of knowledge mm-hmm. that we have learned over time through our own experiences and others. And we look out and we're standing on this mountain range and we see a beautiful, all these other mountains in front of us and they mm-hmm. look stunning. And you go, oh, those are beautiful. I wish I had a mountain like that. And then you've got another bloke on a mountain that you can see. And you wave at him. And he's standing there looking at your mountains going, that's a beautiful mountain. I wish I had a mountain like that. Right. We don't believe in ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to believe in ourselves because we're taught at school that we have to do well at school and study hard to get a job that we can go and get because if you don't do well you'll end up with a menial low-paid job right well you can go to university and you can you can get a high-paid job maybe you got a lot more debt though too (laughs) well not only the debt but it's a job it's a job i define job as work Mm -hmm. for somebody else Right. Supposed to work for you. So you, you get a job working for somebody else, which is great. The, the education system throughout the world, it was designed to create workers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, by creating workers, you have control over them. So, and, and here's one the school bell, I never realized what was told to me is, was to condition children to be able to work in the fill, the, the, the fills and mattress, the, the mills and factories. Because they started on a bell, they stopped on the bell for lunch, mm. break, conditioning. Now, 
also when you're thinking about where you're going to have a, a business and you want a business think about where you want to be mm -hmm. just because i'm in uk doesn't mean that i have got businesses doesn't mean i have to work here right i like i said i i, I go to spain i go to um to france um i travel around next year or the, actually, i was going to say next year it's this year it's i'm looking to get into america to do some talking um engagements with, with especially with, with clients i've got over in america mm -hmm. so it doesn't matter where you are to where your your business is registered either um, right whether you you decide to have a, a limited company in the uk mm -hmm. it doesn't matter whether it's a, a limited a limited company in um in america in the us doesn't matter you can still own and be a director of that company if you're not a resident there and people mm -hmm. go oh you can't do that that, that i think the words that's illegal <laughs> yes that's that's tax evasion that's illegal you can't do that but that's not true you, you you can do it and in some cases for some for in a lot of cases depending upon where a person lives there's a lot of tax advantages to having your corporation registered in another country. Very much so. So I will okay, tax evasion in the UK is illegal and you will end up doing time at Her Majesty's expense. Yeah. Well, his Majesty's yeah. expense now. So no. Yeah. Um, however, tax avoidance isn't. And that's what accountants are for. And mm -hmm. work, but that's one of the things. So the bigger corporations they make deals with governments so mm -hmm. they don't have to pay as much tax right and when you look and when I, I say about being employed you don't control your taxes no you you get a fixed set you you have to pay this because it's this much mm -hmm. whereas when you've got your own business you control your taxes that's right and you have an accountant and as mm -hmm. i said I'm, I'm, I'm at the moment in discussions with someone um in dubai about starting a business there mm -hmm. because the tax laws are different right now if you look at here we go um ibm big mm -hmm. corporation you can buy shares in it yes but it doesn't matter where you are to you know as shareholder of a company is part owner you own a minute so your shares are ownership but it doesn't matter mm -hmm. where in the world you are you can own shares in that company that's right and it's the same i'd always say check local law of whichever country you're starting your business in but i, I know people that have started play, um, business in, in 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 spain in europe mm -hmm. um in america where they're not residents now sometimes they have to have a resident there Mm -hmm. to actually have an or an address or an accountant a lot of limited companies have their accountant's address as right. their 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 service address right it's for them to send mail or a place of contact if the government yeah. needs to get a hold of them which generally they don't but they there has to be um some type or in some places too where if you open up a corporation you can get residency you don't necessarily have to live there. You can have multiple residencies around the world and not technically live there. Some have different rules where you have to spend maybe 
a couple weeks a year, maybe maybe 30 or 90 days a year. Every country is different. Yeah. But for some, it's kind of a, an extra bonus that now I'm paying less taxes and I have residency somewhere else. So if I chose to one year, I just wanted to go live there for six months or whatever, um, they, you can go and do that. Yeah. And, and there, there are many countries that, where you can buy your residency by having a business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got um, someone I'm working with and she's got, she had a business in UK. They've mm-hmm. um, moved to, to Denmark and she's just starting a business in Denmark now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's closing off her tax, uh, her company in the UK because her accountants advised her that's a good thing to do. It's right. not active in the UK. Now, there's different ways around the whole thing i'm not a tax expert me neither but i have an accountant who who's very useful Mm -hmm. and and, and that's i think one of the things is it doesn't matter which country and i I know people who are in um in indonesia in 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 asia in in bali and and places like that Mm -hmm. where they've got uk companies Mm -hmm. and 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 they they charge in pounds. Right. As, as, so from myself, my clients, I, 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 I charge in GBP, mm-hmm. pounds. Right. And then you're, you're, you're reliant on the, the, the exchange rate, whether it's in, in the US or in, in Europe or wherever. And it, it can fluctuate sometimes in your benefit, sometimes not. So you've got to, you know, be take, aware of that. Take the good with the bad. Um, that's right. That's right. But then there's there's other things as you can start up. So you've got places like um, the Isle of Man or mm-hmm. the, the Channel Islands. Mm-hmm. Their tax is very low. Right. I know people that have started businesses there. Mm-hmm. And they, they invoice, interna- invoice internationally. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, as long as you've your, your company's set up and you're working within the laws of where your company is registered right you're not acting illegally right because an accountant or someone will be telling but that that's the important thing is Mm -hmm. obviously you don't want to act illegally because it gets you into a lot of hot water it it gets you into some and it's not worth it because everything can be done the legal way and a right way and save you so much and I mean, you know, there, there's people who open up corporations in Panama, the zero taxes there, um, British Virgin Islands, different places, different rates, you know, and as long as you're following their laws and rules for that corporation, you are doing things right. Yeah. And, and so why, I, I don't understand why people try to do things illegally, because I just think you're just causing yourself so much problem and looking over your shoulder, wondering, am I going to get caught? or Am I going to get in trouble for this when you can you can do everything legally and not have to worry about it. Be like, oh, you want to check my books? Yeah, fine. Here, go ahead. I don't care. Actually, what you've said, the whole thing of looking over your shoulder um, is not going to be good for you. No. Physically, mentally, or emotionally. And mm-hmm. as you said, how much are you going to make? If, 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 if your business is set up correctly, mm-hmm. wherever it is, the amount you'll make by doing things illegally, okay, it might be lots, but is it worth a chance? But a lot of the time, it's not in the in the scheme yeah. of things. Unless you're a drugs cartel shipping billions and billions of product, uh, 
dollars of product. Yeah, and then you've got some other issues though too. <laughs> well, yes, there, there is that as well. So, uh, but, but, that's but, but you're right though. But you're right because it's 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 just not worth it because you can set everything up legally, do it right, save a lot of money in taxes, and and not have to to worry about it because how much freedom do you really have? If, as I was, we said, we're looking over our shoulder, we're worried, like, oh, what if, what if I'm not allowed to write this off? What if I do this? What if they audit me? What if, and, and you just have that. And then it's not, I would rather, you know, even pay a little more in taxes and not have to worry about that, knowing though that I can reduce my taxes substantially. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things I say um, about having your own business and whether it's because as an employee, we've, we've got a fixed set amount of tax. Mm-hmm. When I'm working with people to start their own business, I always I'll do a side business, salary mm-hmm. replacement whilst working. And they go, oh, mm-hmm. all the time. Well, you'll be amazed at how much time you can make when you want something. But I was speaking to, um, to someone who I'm, I'm working with and they've got this idea. And I said, so how much do you need to leave your job? And he went, £110,000. went, okay, that's your salary. Yeah, brilliant. I said, so how much do you need well, how much do you need to make to to replace that salary? You went £110,000. I went, okay, let me explain it this way. So in the UK, your first 12500 is free. You don't pay any tax on it. Mm-hmm. From 12500 to forty or 50000 is at 22% roughly. Okay. And then from 50000 up to one hundred fifty is at 40%. Wow. So I worked it out. And so what I so and I'll explain that what I worked out in a minute. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing salary replacement, you, you the targets I set are quarter, half, three quarters, and then full salary replacement. Perfect. It okay. has to be small. So it's it's small mm-hmm. bite size, achievable goals that you can actually look at and go, I've achieved it. Right. When you've achieved something, what do you think? Whether it's writing a letter. Whether it's recording, as soon as you achieve it, yes, I've got it. yes, I did it. And if I can do this, what's the next one? Yeah. It gives that that motivation and that it excitement. Is. And little tasks and tick your tick box, tick that channel. I've done that. Oh look, I've got I've got a line of ticks, a day of ticks. Brilliant. Now I say most people, when they start their own business, can actually leave their existing job at three quarters or seventy five percent. Mm-hmm. because by that time they're earning more money than they are through the salary being taxed at whatever so the cost of the, um, this person coming out of his £110,000 well he needed to earn 64000 a year right because that's basically what he's taking home that after he's paying net. all of it back that was his net mm-hmm. well actually that's that's no that's just over, under half so yeah, it's yeah, it's it's, it's close it's to that. Twenty-eight thousand, one hundred ten thousand. Mm-hmm. It's it's eighteen thousand mm-hmm. difference, and you think, oh, so yeah, that for me, that's a huge thing, and seeing someone be able to do that is, is amazing, right? But, but it's also that realization because they they think then think, now don't don't get me wrong, we need to pay taxes. I, I would never yes. not pay taxes. Mm-hmm. I pay taxes on the profits and and everything else. Mm-hmm. taxes are a huge part of society and they, they are needed we need schools and roads so, so and highways and healthcare, and i mean yeah. so they are needed 
but when you, for me, when you look at the likes of Amazon, mm-hmm. who negotiated a 3% corporation tax in the UK and only paid on, it was a really small amount of, of stuff mm-hmm. that was, wasn't even, even though it was in UK, it was sourced or something. So mm-hmm. their huge bill was, was minuscule, whereas small well, people employees get so they they, they probably the employee the employees probably paid more in tax in total than the business itself, and the business is making billions, and the employees are not yeah. making money compared to it, and they pay more than the owner of the company, that's, and that's great. That's so really why should analogy. we? So we need to find ways to work within the system. Yeah, that's what I always say it's find ways to work within the system, and I think as I said about this mountain knowledge we've got, we, we can stand on it. And it's about setting our dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. I always say dream as big as you can. How much, how much do you want to make? hundred million. Great. How did you get there? Let's break it down into small tasks that you can actually do and complete mm-hmm. with that big dream. And once your dreams down, but that's just the financial. Right. I, I want to be able to work one day a week. Um, Tim Ferriss and his book, A Four Day Work Week. Mm-hmm. The four hour work week. Four hour work week. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's not bad. That's not bad. Four hours. And how he did it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's I, I, I talk to people and I say, learn it, perfect it, automate it, and delegate it. Right. And delegate it by delegation, not abdication. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, so you've got this big mountain of knowledge that we stand on. Mm-hmm. We we are the experts in us, and we have qualities and a skill set that is specialised and unique to us. And that's that for me is when you said starting a business, you believe in yourself. You've got a lot of knowledge that you can mm-hmm. use, whether it's baking, whether it's vehicle mechanics, whether whether it's coaching, whether mm-hmm. it's producing um, artwork. Mm-hmm. we've all got a skill that somebody else haven't right and they will be willing to pay for that skill mm-hmm. and I, I think one of the blocks too is a lot of people might be even listening now thinking yeah but there's so many people that are, know so much more than me or they already have so many more followers or they already have and they they kind of start that negative but I know somebody that's in um does something very similar to me um in in consulting and i've talked to people that said oh i've talked to that person and i would never give that person a dime i don't like that person and i was like oh and so sometimes it's and sometimes it's like that it's true because if you're talking and and it could be coaching could be consulting it could be you saw an interview and and there they had this book that you were interested in and then you saw the interview and they just they just kind of rubbed you the wrong way they said something you know whatever it may have been and then all of a sudden you know, and we see it even with movie stars and things like that. They'll make a comment or they'll do something. And all of a sudden now they're blacklisted by so many people and they should be canceled. And I mean, so sometimes, yes, there are people that are going to know more than us or who have been in the industry that we're in longer, but that doesn't mean that other people are going to like them. And we generally want to hang out with and follow and listen to people who we get to know, like, and trust. And so you know, we, we have to do that because there's going to be, there's going to probably people that don't like me. 
I don't know why, but no. <laughs> but I'm sure, you know, they, for whatever the reason they don't, there's, you know, there's, there's always going to be people um, that know more that have been around longer and that people don't like. So it's funny because I've actually got a video saying I'm not the coach for you. Oh, and okay. people look at me go, what? So I'm not the coach for everybody. No. I, I do life coaching. So I'm, I'm a certified life NLP, CBT practitioner and hypnotherapist. That's how I started coaching. I then went mm -hmm. into business coaching because I'd spent many years working in corporates and, and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and it was interesting because the things that stop us are things like imposter syndrome. Yes. Do I suffer from imposter syndrome? Yes, I do. I'm, I'm learning actually everybody does, even people who are, we think never would, that are like the top of their kind of craft, that even sometimes they still have imposter so, syndrome. Um, there's someone I know, Tara Halliday, um, she did a doctorate on um, imposter syndrome. She okay. And I'm unmasking imposter syndrome. And she says 75% of high achievers we're talking CEOs of big companies, mm -hmm. film stars, suffer from imposter syndrome. Like I said, I do. Every mm -hmm. so often you have a wobble and, and then it's like, right. but you're right. There will be people that know more than you. Mm -hmm. However, how they get that knowledge across is a personal thing. As you right. said, you mentioned no like and trust. It's true. I know mm -hmm. people listen to me and take the mick. And they're friends. And they are. However, I also know other people that says, Lee, I've li I listened to your stuff, I read your stuff, and it's changed my life. Mm -hmm. I say I'm not the right coach for everyone because I'm not. I, 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 I have humour. I, I push things. I, I'll expect if some, I always talk about accountability. Mm -hmm. It's easy to look. We lie to ourselves. Why? Oh, yes, all the time. Everybody does. And if you're saying right now that you're not, you're lying to yourself right now. Exactly. <laughs> but the interesting one is, is it's harder to tell somebody that you've said, I've done, I'm going to do this. And then you have to go back to them a day or two late and say, well, they go, oh, how do you go? I went, well, I've not actually done it. Why? Well, I got a bit worried and scared and imposter syndrome, chimp brain, naturally in your mind. Mm -hmm. And you're going, why? Why do you not? Now, for me, I hold my clients accountable. Mm -hmm. So, so you said that's great, but so, so why haven't you done it? And you can you can see and hear that the tumbleweed going across. <laughs> right, right. Um, but as I said, now there's some coaches that don't hold their clients accountable at all. That'll be great for some people. For me, I'm I, I get paid for results. Right, and. My job is to make you get your result. I can't make anybody do anything that they're not willing to do. Mm -hmm. But when they come in, they know that you'll, you'll, you'll be, I'll hold you accountable. I'll expect mm -hmm. you to do things. Don't have to. Right. But how are you going to feel when you said you're going to do it? And the whole thing, we look into limiting beliefs, all the bits and pieces around it. Mm -hmm. And the other one I get is, I'm, 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 I'm friends with I'm friends with people in, in coaches, business coaches, life coaches, and people go, "Why are they your competition?" My take on is it 
No, they're potential collaborators. Exactly. That could be someone because I, 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 I've had people come to me and I'm be talking to them, and mm -hmm. I say, look, you could do really, I could really help you. However, you and me haven't got synergy. I can put you in touch with three coaches. Mm -hmm. who go and speak to them we have different styles we have mm -hmm. different ways we work and people get what well, you turn people down they went yeah if i don't if i don't believe that i can help that person i'm not going to take money off them right not, the other one is i'm not going to cause a co or create a codependency where they become dependent on me mm -hmm. i've been there for a mm -hmm. short term in their life Mm -hmm. a year six months 12 weeks enough that they can get the knowledge they need and and the confidence right you now i always say we've we've all got the ability to do whatever we want mm -hmm. and i've put that on a post and someone's come back and says i want to fly to them i want to fly to mars but i can't do that however well, maybe not yet you can't but it's people are working on it so maybe we, 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 we've got we've, we've got we've got something that's landed on mars mm -hmm. oh, yes, it's too expensive so start saving yeah right oh, but what it'll take me years to get there we'll make sure you save well, and i've got enough left in your life that you can go and do it right we we, we can always find an excuse not to do something mm -hmm. Oh, oh yeah business. absolutely with business i'd started my first business at 26 after coming out of the british army not okay. because i i wanted to to be truthful i'd come out to a job that then fell through oh. i i talk about living a life of abundance i've lived a life in scarcity where mm -hmm. i was running four jobs just to put food on the table and someone turned around to me and says Lee, you know a bit about computers. Now we're talking '96. Computers were still really okay. busy. You know, mm -hmm. have you thought about starting your business, doing your, building computers, and that. And I went, no, I'm not clever enough. '96. Mm. That business is still going as a management consultancy. Wow, that's great. So '96 to, in fact, it rebranded in 2001. Okay, Data Network Computing, where. So I've got um, internet hosting um, and management consultancy, uh, architecture, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. so, as I said, I've got people who work in that business mm -hmm. um, to, to do the stuff that I don't want to do. But it's it's that limited belief. Oh, I'm, I'm not clever. I wasn't clever enough. I have as, as I don't know. I went off and did a master's of law at 47, having done a law degree at 40, starting a law degree at 42. And went through burnout. So you, all these things come together. You learn mm -hmm. from the experiences and you learn from other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. The problem is a lot of people have never experienced it, but they're happy to tell you not to do something. Yes. I always say to people, never take advice from somebody who isn't living the life you want. Because I'm sorry if you're my, even if you're my friend, and I, I have like some of my, my, a lot of my good friends are employees and they're great employees. And they say to me, like, sometimes I'll talk about business and I kind of see their eyes glaze over a little bit, or they just say like, I don't, I don't understand how you do what you do. Like, and, and that's fine. So I know like, I can't ask them advice because 
they don't know. I can, you know, bounce ideas off of them and stuff, but it's, it's never an advice because in one, they, they just don't understand. And if I'm trying to, to reach a certain point, whether it's more employees, more clients, more cash, whatever it may be, they're, they're not going to give me the right advice. And it's only because they just don't know. And so we really need to think about the questions that we're asking, first of all, is, you know, making sure it's a good question, but then also that we're asking the right person. Totally agree. um, I'm a coach and I Mm -hmm. have coaches. Mm -hmm. People go, what do you mean you have coaches? Are you not good enough yourself? (laughs) You're always learning something, whether you've got a, a photography coach who who's really good teaches photography i've been with him for years mm-hmm. i've got a, 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 a marketing coach i've got a sales coach and people go why you're spending money on coaches do you not know yourself yes i do I, I i can teach you how to market marketing getting your product in front of somebody else who's a mm-hmm. potential client that's it <laughs> basics selling creating a relationship what i was going to say was though the fact that you say Find someone who's doing what you, you want to do and work with them. Um, work with people who have been through a journey that you want to mm. travel. But the advice you get off some people is the advice that you're actually not even asking for. Oh, I've got one client, and uh, so he's ex-military, he's ex-army, and... Um, in, during a, a, a discussion we were having, and, and I know he's okay with this, but he was saying, yeah, he's, he's, his mum had expected him to go into the job that his grandfather had done. Oh. Yes. Now, they'd been... The, 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 down the, the, late, the female side of the... the, 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 the it was all um, cleaners. They'd done cleaning. The, 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 the father's all... The, the, the male side had always worked in manufacturing. Okay. In a factory. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden he's gone, I'm going to join the army. Well, that's not mm-hmm. what we expected. Oh, it's dangerous joining the army. It, it, can, it can be. Then again, mm-hmm. then again, so it can work in, in, in the factory. That's right. It's true. There's different risks. That's right. Well, he, he went through and he, he started mm-hmm. his own business. And he, had, he didn't, he hadn't taught, he did, he'd started his business, a side business. He didn't tell his, his mom. Okay. Because when he had said something about it, oh no, you don't want to be doing your own business. You want to be getting a job. You know, it's it's interesting that there's such a false sense of security with a job. Like, and that's what I see a job is it's such a false sense of security because you don't know one day if that job's going to be there tomorrow or next week. Um, if they go, and not only like, if not just maybe you get fired, you did something wrong or the company went bankrupt, no fault of your own or restructuring I mean there's all kinds of things so there's no and and then you're stuck like you can't just oh shoot I need some more money this month because I have an expense coming up sorry you're getting paid your wage so for me a job stands for false sense of security very much so I'm on record somewhere saying you're just a number Mm -hmm. and actually when you're not financially part of um the, the the business you just kicked out 
Mm-hmm. And I've seen it so many times where, and it's not even if they've done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the, the business, as you said, doing a restructure. Oh, yeah, well, we'll get rid of him. You know? Yeah, restructuring. And there's no, of not, not many companies now have loyalty. No. So I, was, I, don't I was speaking to someone there. and they'd worked for a company for 25 years. He got his redundancy, got a redundancy, which is okay. But it was, it's it's not going to, redundancy doesn't last you for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life. No. Um, And and he struggled. So all these things, as you said, when you're you're talking to people, you say, I've got my own business. They they, they, oh, God, that's really risky. So I was having a job. (laughs) I've had my own business or businesses now since 96. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a good life so far and I, I, I intended to still keep going. Would I have had this, been able to have the same life as an employed person? I'd have been having to find a salaried role mm-hmm. through tax and everything for the lifestyle that I live now or, or live grow, coming through this mm-hmm. for about. 180,000 ish, possibly more. Mm-hmm. Now, people go, oh, that's, that's disgusting. That, that's obscene amount of money. I, I became, so, but, but compared to what? I mean, everything to me, everything is perspective. Je- Jeff Bezos would be like, that's it. That's nothing. How could you live off of that? And other people would do anything to have that kind of money. So it's. I know people who, who see 28,000 as an amazing wage. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it is because it's a, but for, so one of the things I always say is I've, I've found financial independence mm-hmm. um, through properties I've got a property portfolio so it's having money in saving investing it mm-hmm. and, but I use money I, I, I have debt that I use like a mortgage mm-hmm. to create money right and that is a huge thing and that's what you're doing, using your money and your time to create money by having your own business. Right. Um, and that for me is that it's, there's such a, what's the word? There used to be such a, a stigma mm. to small business owners. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe we, we are in the, we're in the best time to have our own business. We've got the likes of social media marketing. Mm-hmm. Marketing was always hard. When I started, it was a newspaper, uh, an advert in the newspaper. It was leaflet drops. It was having mm-hmm. a card up in the newspaper window that cost me, ten, uh, uh, what was it, a pound a week to get clients. Mm-hmm. You have to go out and go networking and all this. There's businesses you can actually do from the owner where you don't even have to do a lot. Social right. media, Facebook. I was speaking to someone um it was last year sometime and they were saying yeah but facebook's for my friends i only do that i said yeah it's great however it's changed mm-hmm. it's now the biggest marketing tool in the world and people go mm-hmm. oh, what do you mean so and we, we did the, te- the test mm-hmm. went on his um on his feed and it was friend 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 sponsored okay friend 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 sponsored okay friend friend sponsored 
Ben sponsored. When you yeah. look at your feeds, people people are doing it. It's the only way the algorithms work is if you're paying for them. Right. And now even in Facebook, your your profile you can have it as a personal profile, and you can boost and ways to get money. It's it's a marketing tool. It mm-hmm. still has its place. Mm-hmm. But but the thing is, social media is 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 marketing. Um, and as I said, for me, social media is, or, or marketing is getting your product out in front of someone, right? Your potential client. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think about the billboard that used to drive past. And you drive past it 20, 30 times. Then one day you drive past it and go, yes. I didn't know they do that. Oh, they, they, they do pizzas at this place. Oh, I like I fancy a pizza. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the things with social media and social media marketing. You get many people, they come in, they say, oh, we can teach you how to get all these leads and everything. You're great. But that's one small section of the right. whole so you've got your social media marketing sales so me marketing is getting your product in front of someone sales uh-huh. that's relationship mm-hmm. as you and as you said like know and trust you need those yeah. three bits in place or no like and trust i always get that one. need those three things in place to actually be able to make a sale and then people say oh mm-hmm. but it's not just about it's not just internet these are bricks and mortar mm-hmm. businesses as well if you if you do do motorcycle repairs, people need to know about your business. That's right. They need to like who you are, and they need to trust that you can do the job. So you, you're not going to have a brake failure as you're riding away. But then also, the marketing is saying, "Look, I've got this." The sales is, "Oh yeah, I can do this." Oh well, I'll tell you what. How about we do it for this? Um, I'm showing you if you do this, this, and this. Oh, I'll tell you what, instead of me doing it, if you take the fare enough, that'll save you an hour's worth of work, labor that I have to do. And then you're like, oh, wait, that guy's saving me some money if I do a little bit. Oh, I like him or her. Yeah, her. Yeah. And and all these things come into into me. So sales is about a relationship. Um, Mm. I believe the more you give, the more you get. Yes. It's about giving value, giving value, um, allowing people to to shine so that, and this is for me why having your own business is is so important it allows you to shine out doing what you enjoy doing i always so the, having a passion-based business mm-hmm. find what aligns with your passions values and purpose go through a values and purpose module or whatever you want to call it where you, you're looking internally into what you like what you've learned and this starts from when you're young Mm-hmm. sometimes we forget the things that we used to like and do and haven't done them for a long time so there's sometimes for some you got to go back and do a little little soul searching to to find those things that you used to enjoy doing and you might really enjoy them again and also it, it identifies limiting beliefs I, I can't start a business by well my teacher said oh yeah and, and I'll, I'll come into something else. My, my, my business uh, studies teacher said 60% of businesses that start fail in the first year. And 75% after that fail in the next three years. Okay. I also, my question is, has your business uh, studies teacher 
ever had a business. <laughs> no, they're a teacher. They're an employee getting paid by the bell. <laughs> and the, you're right. A lot of businesses do fail mm -hmm. in the first year when they're young. But one of the reasons they fail is they start, people start a business because they're good at something or they enjoy doing something. Mm -hmm. They start it as a doer. They don't know about marketing. They don't know. So they get, oh, it's great working. They don't know about marketing. They don't know about sales. They don't know about processes. They don't know about staff. They, all the little bits and pieces that make a business, mm -hmm. but they spend so much time focused on building the widget. Right. They don't know how to market the widget. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to sell the widget. Because they're so busy making the widget, widget, they don't put the process in place so that they can they can show someone else how to make the widget. Mm -hmm. So what they do is, oh, we need more widgets, so I'll get someone who can make the widget, who comes in, costs a lot more money, and hasn't got the right attitude and aptitude, but he can do the job. Mm -hmm. But he does the job how he wants it done, not how you do it. So after a couple of months, you're getting people who are coming back saying, this widget isn't the same as this widget. Mm -hmm. Oh Well, and you speak to him and says, well, you made both of them. Oh, yeah, well, I just did this quickly because I, I can save 10 minutes here. I can save half hour here. Have the processes in place so that you can actually recruit people with the right attitude and aptitude. Right. All these things come, but it's a whole holistic thing. So people start mm -hmm. as a doer and get stuck as a doer working in a business. And then what does that do? They replace their job with a business where they're working four times harder, four times longer. Mm -hmm. And then they moan, oh, yeah, well, it's so much hard work. And, th and there's the answer. Right. And then Hopefully they just that give makes up. sense. Yeah, no, it's 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 true. Um, I mean, we have to think, though, too, from, you know, from people who haven't had any type of business background there, there's learning, you, you have to, to learn, but there's, there's so much even just free stuff online to just get you started, get you going. And then as you're starting to make a little bit of money, just don't go spend it and buy a new dress or a new watch or a new something you use that money, reinvest or hire um, a coach or your first employee or, or a virtual assistant or somebody to help start doing some things that you don't have to do. And then you can, and you step by step and, and build up from there. As, as they say, Rome wasn't built in a day, nor was Google or um, Tesla or, you know, any other major company was not. It took them quite a while and then it got to a point where then there was a big jump then pretty steady for a while then another big jump and that's that's business and also there's a lot of failures along the way of course i like to call them learning experiences so so again they are they are learning experiences and people say so for me someone who's never failed hasn't tried hard <laughs> enough mm -hmm. and, and having that whole thing now what one of the things you said does resonate with me. We can look in this day and age with the internet and the knowledge that's out there, we can learn anything, whether yes. it's how to build a plane, um, mm -hmm. how to ride a motorbike, how to ice a cake, um, how to cook um, spaghetti bolognese. Doesn't matter. 
you can mm-hmm. you can go and find it for free. There will be someone who's done a YouTube video on it. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. For me, why I say why 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 I have coaches is they get me there quicker. Mm-hmm. Because as a coach, without a coach, I can do it. I don't hold myself up. I've got no accountability. I've, mm-hmm. I've got no knowledge. I've got or I've got knowledge. I, I can learn knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you think about athletes, top, top athletes. Oh, they've got lots of coaches. They've got a nutritional coach. They've got a, 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 say a running coach. They've, mm-hmm. they've got weights. But they have coaches because they're good. They want to get to the next level. And that for right. me is what coaches do. I've had coaches where I've got to a certain point, mm-hmm. then I've moved on to another coach mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who, who, who's taken me that, that step higher. And, and for me, that's a huge thing. As I say, you don't need a coach. Nobody needs a coach. No, but if it, but it, it's true though. It's like, especially I was more thinking for people who are just starting out, you know, if you need to learn some stuff, you can go online to start learning some stuff, start making some money and then really invest that because you're right. You, you can learn online, but it's, it's going to take you longer because the coach knows the shortcuts, the, the things that they've done, the trial and error, the accountability, the making sure, and it does um, catapult you yes. faster and further um, but if you're just starting, there is information available. You can take some basic business marketing 101 to get going and get some income in and then, you know, use use it wisely. So I mentor for a government initiative um, on people starting a business. Um, I also do one called for, for X-Forces in the mm-hmm. UK. That's I do, I do pro bono work. In fact, just, I'm just going to turn the light on because it's starting to get dark here yeah, in the UK. Dark. <laughs> um, so, so yes, all of a sudden, it's um, that there, there are there, there are mentorships out there that you can get for free, pro bono, where coaches like myself will actually give you time, say 10, 12, 20 hours, whatever their agreement is with the organisation, to help mm-hmm. you start your business. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And I think that is kind of the, the perfect way to, to perhaps end things and wrap it up is that there are coaches out there. There are people to help. Um, there, there's free information if you're just getting started. But, but yes, to get somewhere faster, um, definitely coaching would help. So if any of our listeners wanted to get a hold of you and, and get in touch with you, where is the, the best place for them to do that? So I have a website, uh, leebroders.com. I'm also on, I would say, all major social media. So Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Instagram, Twitter. I also have a YouTube channel. Um, and, and it's looking for, so it's, it's Lee Broders. My name is there. But, um, but remember, there's a lot of free content. As, as Sally said, there's a lot of free content out there. I put out free content because mm-hmm. it's important that people are able to find that information so that they can they can make that leap of faith and the faith is having having trust in themselves right and we will put um links in the show notes to make it easy for everybody that um so if they're just listening now they can always uh come back again um and and click on those links to make it again easier to get that help 
Well, thank you very much, Lee, for your time. Really appreciate it. And I know my listeners got uh, a lot of great value from, from you. Sally, thank you so much for your time. Like I said, it's, it's been a pleasure and, and an honour to be here today with you. Thank you.